Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Ann Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. Hi, everybody. It's Ann Duffy. I uh, hope you're all having a great week. We are very excited today to have uh, an esteemed guest on our show. She has been in the dental arena for 20 years. A fun fact, um, before that, she was in uh, with Clinique. And I think that is so interesting because, as we all know, the dental industry is about beauty, health, and wellness. And I think that uh, having that strategic plan from another company is always welcomed when you bring them into the industry of dentistry. And she is president of Zerk. And I hope that you will help me welcome the amazing Nicole Champion. How's it going, Nicole? Happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. And how are you doing during COVID? We're still in the midst of it, aren't we? How are you doing? Doing well. You know, it it, uh, definitely causes you to find some new things to, to do, things to occupy your time, new ways to spend time with friends and family. But uh, I think I think everyone's kind of settling in. We're kind of all getting used to it. So it's not such a change anymore. Yeah, not such a change. And you know, also, it's, it's kind of nice to have some downtime with your family. I know that you have a big family. And um, it's hard to juggle all of that as a woman in the industry, right? Yes. Yeah. But I want to start with, and, and everyone is curious about that. How did you get started with Zerk? Tell me the background. Yeah. So, well, for, from the company standpoint, you know, we've been uh, in business for about 55 years. My father started the organization along with uh, some partners that were in the dental industry. He had more of the manufacturing background, um, which we still manufacture today at our facility. It's one of, I feel like, our big takeaways. It's it's really nice. Today, so much manufacturing is done, you know, outside or overseas, and we've been able to continue that in-house. So, you know, my father, father started it and eventually, you know, shortly thereafter, um, bought the other partners out and was sole owner. And we've just really grown over the years and continued to add uh, products. Um, We've done everything. We've had equipment, suction devices. We're really known for organization. Um, And of course, I started 20 years ago with the company, um, more on the sales side and have loved it since. Oh my gosh. You know, that's wonderful that you started on the sales side because I think that gives you a good understanding of what the customer wants for starters, right? And then gets your foot in the door with dentistry because I think sales is a tough road and I think it's a great learning tool for anybody that's running a company because now you're president of the company. I see you taking it to great uh, heights actually. And I, I, I feel like you've also put your mark on the business and on the products that are coming out. Yes. Um, Yeah, for sure. You know, the new product development's super fun. Of course, we work with a lot of clinicians. That's where a lot of um, the ideas come from, people that are practicing. And, you know, they identify what's needed and what's not working for them and where the gaps are. And then that we also have that on site as well with, uh, we do all of our own engineering and product design so we can, and we've got a clinical team here. Um, that works on the sales side. We have two previous uh, assistants and then one hygienist um, that works full-time for us now. So it's nice to have that hands-on from our clinical team to get the feedback and input so that we can develop the right right product. Yeah, that's so key. I, I love that. Where where are you exactly? Tell everybody. Yeah, so we're in Minnesota. So we're northwest of the Twin Cities, probably 30 miles or so. 
How, how fantastic that you are still manufacturing in the United States. Yes. And I just want you to, I wore a pink blouse today because this is my favorite ad. This was in our spring edition. And I absolutely adore the femininity of this. Yeah, yeah. And and just the fun. I, I think this is so popular. No wonder you, your business is continuing to improve and soar in COVID because what you provide not only is organization. So I think yeah. people have a restart. Do yes. you find that people are saying, look, what we were doing before, we need to get this, our act together. And organization is key yeah. to running a, a tight ship, if you will. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We've all had to, all of us um, in, in business have, have had to. The dental offices have had to do it. We've had to do it. And, you know, our our passion has always been helping practices to be efficient. When they're efficient, they're happy. Yeah. They, they have lower stress. And then we've added the component of safety with, with COVID. Um, but that's always been there too, you know? And so from an infection control standpoint, I think the good thing is, is that, you know, it's always been there, but there's more of a focus. There's more of a focus, again, even in our own business, the safety. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's true. And I, and I, you know, we want the world to know that, don't we? That we've always had safety safety as number one, Um, but this has just upped our game totally. And then you you actually stepped up. Did you develop any new products, um, you know, in in the midst of all this, or did you have everything already developed and ready to go? Yeah. So we have, um, we already had a couple of products that were really fitting. One of them is a high volume suction device called Mr. Thirsty One Step. Um, So as you know, it's it's recommended really that you use a high volume suction device in, in an effort to prevent aerosols from being released into the air. And so, you know, doctors and assistants have been used to using high volume, but there's two of them. So of course, the the real challenge has been for hygienists. Yeah, working alone. Um, it's it's not very ergonomic to be holding a high volume device and performing work. So with our product, with Mr. Thirsty One Step. It's really comfortable because it's got a bite block for the patient, helps keep their jaw propped open. But then the suction is continuous, so the hygienist can can work without stopping, um, and you still have that high volume suction. On the doctor side, same thing. You know, the assistant can help in other ways, perform other duties. The assistant can leave chair side if needed. It's keeping everything moving and going. And you know, with a lot of practices that were reopening, we saw a lot of doctors that were doing working independently or having yeah. to do hygiene work if their hygienist didn't return. Um, so it's really a handy device that's that's comfortable for the patients. We already have that. We've had that in our product line. So that was great. And then uh, we're, we also have a rubber dam, you know, has been extremely popular. It's a pre-framed rubber dam. And again, efficient. it's all about efficiency. Um, it has a frame on it, holes already punched, so it's very quick. Well, not only efficiency, but I, I like the bite block with this the high-powered suction because I think that makes it very comfortable for the patient. Step one, is that what it's one called? One step. One, one step, step because it's one step. You literally, you take it out of the package, you can connect it to your high volume valve and you're ready to go. That's so, fabulous. There's no setup. There's no maintenance. You don't have to clean it. It's it's single use. So you just toss it when you're done. Uh, super easy. That's wonderful. Well, you know, the other thing I love about your products, Holly, I mean, Holly, uh, Nicole, thank you. Um, and I love Holly. You've got the best team. Yeah. Um, Holly Holly's been- great. 
Yeah, she's just been fantastic. You know, all of you as as a editor and publisher of a publication of a magazine, two magazines, and then our movement. It's been so nice to be able to when you you know write an email to Holly, she gets right back, and she's just so she's delightful to work with. So I, I just want to say you. thank yeah. you. Um, and good people find good people. That's right. Good dues find good dues. But you know what else I love about your 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 products is that the it makes me smile when I see all the pretty colors. <laughs> and you can order these colors, which I yeah. you know it's 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 tough enough wearing the mask and the migraines that come with it and all the other stuff that we have to uh, put into our processes now. The you know that just gives you a little bump. I mean, we can't underestimate the little the it little does. that make yeah, us. Imagine smile. what that even does from the patient perspective. If you have that bright pink say colored setup with your setup tray and your cassette and your bur- doesn't that look so much more inviting from a patient perspective to see that at chairside not as threatening so yeah the cut the colors are so much fun and that you know it's so funny when we work with customers the toughest decision they have to make is what colors they want and you yeah. would think that's the easiest it's not what products they're going to do it's what colors they're going to choose and yeah. they get so hung up on it but it, it is it's fun yeah i think it's just i think it's just like brilliant because I, nobody else is doing it you guys are like you know that's what i love about and that's what i brought up the clinique clinique profession that you had before because yeah. i think that is all about like beauty and and there's nothing like a pretty colors. And that's what dentistry is all about. You want to feel good. And even as a clinician, you want to feel good. And that's why we want to try to lower the stress. When they're less stressed, they provide better patient care. The patient has better experience. It's it's a big circle, right? Yeah. And I know that you are a busy mom. How do you juggle it? Because tell us a little bit about your family and how you're coping with homeschooling, the kids. Um, You have four children, I believe. So we're a blended family. We have six. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, six children, but, but two are, uh, one's not just graduated college, the other one's in college, so they're not living at home. So we have four at home. That's right. And uh, two in high school and two in middle school. Of course, right now, it's a little bit easier in the sense of there's not travel. I think that was probably the biggest thing for me in terms of being a mom and my role with the company and the industry is the travel aspect, right? Because you're busy, you're going, you're getting on planes, but then you you also have events, you know, your kids have their sports, their schooling. Um, and so I think the big thing that I've learned really is you can't be everything all the time and that's okay. You know, is letting go of that expectation, you know, there's sometimes that work has to give, you know, because the priority is what's going on at home and I just can't be in at work and you've got to take care of what's going on at home and be there for special things. And then there's times that, you know, home's got to wait and kids have to be taken care of by somebody else and work's priority. You know, there's demands and stuff for my time and attention is needed there. And so I think it's just not putting the pressure on yourself and letting it be okay that, you know what, I'm not always, I can't be everywhere at once. And it's, it's, it's being mindful of that and knowing where those priorities are. And it's a give and take. Well, not only that, Nicole, but I mean, I think as a leader, you have built, and as I mentioned, you know, just speaking about Holly, you have built a great team at work. And I believe you have a great team at home. And I think, you know, our kids are all grown out of the house working and, you know, we're really proud of all of them. They've done, they've done great in spite or because of us, we're not really sure, but we, we, we were <laughs> happy about that. You know, they'll say, and especially our youngest, because that's when we started our entrepreneurial ventures, both my husband and myself, uh, Joe will say, you know, I'm really glad that um, I had to have some of the responsibility on me and that I knew that it wasn't always all about me and that um, I knew I had yeah. to, to do certain things. So I think sometimes um, 
just that uh, example that you're showing them what's important, how to juggle it, how to spin all those plates and try to keep them on the air. That's a great example of them on how real life is. Yeah. And you, you know, a lot of women I've noticed, um, you know, that the thing is, can we have it all? And what I have noticed, and especially talking to a lot of practice owners, uh, the female practice owners, yeah, they really kind of feel like they can, as long as they put systems in place and have their boundaries and everybody, you know, cooperates, not every day is going to be, you know, like easy. I, I do feel like there is that coming back around, you can be successful in all parts of your life if you n- learn how to manage that and, and the mindset and just manage the physicality of, yeah. you know, not being not, ha- you can't be in two places at once. So, you know. Yeah. And that's, that's okay. And I do think it's good for the kids to see that and you know what, and ask for help. Yeah. I mean, it's can't do everything. So, you know, look for ways, whether it's somebody that is helping run kids or errands or helping with some housework or some cooking and it's engaging the whole family, um, you know, getting them to partake. So, you know, it comes and at work too, you know, we do have such a great team here um, and we would not be seeing the success that we have without every single one of them. It, it, down from the person that's shipping the boxes out to a press operator that's making the product and our QC. I mean, it's just, it's all around. And, you know, I take a lot of pride in really trying to work with our team and develop them, um, not only on a professional level, but on a personal level where we're really taking the approach where we look at the whole person. Again, happy. You know, I go back to our core focus. It's not just with our customers, but it's with our team here. Safety, efficiency, and happiness. Um, We're always, we're doing the same thing. We've, we're in manufacturing. We have have to be looking for ways to become more efficient um, and make things easier. But then, you know, I want a happy team here. Um, and that involves, again, the whole person. Sometimes something might be going on in someone's personal life. And if there's a way that we can make an impact or help or give some insight, we certainly try to do all we can, but then make a fun working environment. It's very family oriented. Um, we're actually out in the country more. So uh, I my drive to work is a lot of farming and you see a lot of animals and turkeys and um, chickens running around on the road. And we try to do a lot of barbecues and, and meals and events and stuff. So it's fun. That's wonderful. That is just, that's so great. Love hearing that. That We need more companies like that. We, we, uh, we champion leaders like you because there's very few female presidents of big dental companies out yeah. there. I mean, there's like a handful of you. So you're really leading the way and you're doing it with such grace and, uh, and ease. Thank you. And, you know, I'm really happy that we put in the time to go to the meetings. Cause if we hadn't done that recently, I would not have met you in person. So right. we met in person at Chicago yeah. Center. I was so happy that I actually got to go to that meeting. One of the reasons why we get to spend some time together and we were at Paige Mead's, you know, book launch and, and yep. that was really fun. And then just at your booth. Um, so you know, it's kind of interesting when you think about it. Everything you've done to this point has led you to this like pause of being able to grow your business because you put so much time, effort and authenticity into your leadership roles. Yeah. And so they kind of gave you the, the, the luxury of, yeah, it's 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 OK. And I'm proud of you for that because, you know, that you do you, you did a lot of things that weren't easy. That's probably why COVID is is not as daunting as it might be for somebody else that didn't put in the work on the front end. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I mean, we definitely had our challenges. Of course, you know, we had extreme growth rate um, on our uh, isolation devices. And Mm -hmm. so we had to look at shifting going to, you know, we've always run one shift and going to three shifts. Well, it was, you know, change is hard um, on departments, on people. Um, so, I mean, we've had our share of some struggles, but you know, it's, it, that's, that's what life is and it helps us grow and, and then appreciate the times that things are just really running smooth. Yeah. So. Really smooth. But also you, you, you've, you're a company with high integrity. So you have that relationship with your customers. Um, maybe not so much with your new customers, but usually it's, you know, word of mouth or if you're, you're supporting do. So, you know, if you're, if you're in do, you must be our great company and women want to uh, continue to support you. Um, but I do think that that is um, really important. And that's why it works because they understand you. They understand where you're coming from, your, where your heart is, your culture. And, um, and they'll give you a little grace if you will, it goes, yeah. goes both ways, doesn't it? Um, yes. You know, your orders was going to, it's supposed to be there Monday, but it's coming on Friday and, yeah. and people will give you a break if they have a relationship with you that you've right. built. Yep, absolutely. You know, where, where is dentistry going from your standpoint? Cause you're sitting high atop uh, the mountain in uh, the rural uh, areas that you're in, but still, where do you see it? Cause you have a pretty good view of it. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, Okay, there, uh, you know, there's always the usual answers that you hear from people, you know, in terms of the continued um, growth and launch of, of technology and obviously reach with teledentistry and, and such. But where I feel like um, we're going to really see big changes is, you know, I would say even from the big drivers going to be a generational change, right? So we're going to have a lot of baby boomers that are retiring. Um, I'm sure even COVID, you know, there was a probably a group of people that were rethinking of even opening their office back up. And, you know, these younger generations that are coming in have such different needs, I feel like. So I think we're going to see a big change in um, the level of service that practices need and want. It's not going to be so product driven, but they are going to be looking for help uh, from companies, whatever that is. And it's whether it's dental consultants, it could be their distributor, it could be the manufacturer, on ways that they can develop their teams. I'm seeing a lot. I think there's going to be a lot more focus on just like I talked about what we do here, but developing their teams but then helping them run, be more profitable, provide better patient care. They're going to be looking for service that's going to, ways that is going to make their practice excel and be better. Where I feel like historically, if I look over my 20 years so far in the industry, so much of it was product focused, you know, in your lunch and learns and, you know, sampling. And, and I just feel like, you know, practices are going to order in a different way. Um, they don't need somebody to hold their hand with ordering. They need people that are going to help them excel. That's going to help their team provide better patient care, grow. And then whether that's bringing in new technologies or changing processes, changing market, you know, marketing strategies, I think we're going to see a much different reach. Um, Hopefully, you know, again, with the younger generation and and with the use of technology today and outreach to them, that's normal. I feel like that they're going to be able to reach a demographic of, in terms of getting more patients and getting more people in to see the dentist um, than what we've been able to in the past. And that's going to help our industry as as a whole. I mean, the goal has always been, how do we get more patients in the chair? How do we treat more people, whether they're rural or, you know, we have a huge group of people that have health insurance, have dental insurance that don't go into the dentist. And so I think that this younger generation is going to be able to break some of those barriers to make it easier and more desirable for people to get in to get treatment. 
Mm. Wouldn't that be great for the whole the whole industry? It's it's also the oral systemic connection with COVID. Yeah. The fact that you know your mouth has to be healthy also because it affects everything else. And so and we're really hoping. I'm still still hoping that we get more press on that from a national level. I know. Um, and it's, I'm just always curious is why that there's not a dentist on like Good Morning America once a month right. that we could talk about, yeah. you know, the oral systemic condition or, um, you know, what it is that, um, you know, makes makes a healthy mouth even and how yeah. that affects everything. But, you know, hopefully that'll, that will come. But I think it's interesting. It's almost like what I'm hearing you say is it kind of it's boils boiling down to more simplistic treatment in a sense. Like it's pretty easy. You step away from it. What was they're getting rid of the noise and yeah. really, you know, focusing on the patient experience. The outcome always is is unfortunately or fortunately with dentistry, you're always striving for perfection. Yeah. You know, how to have that balance and you want your team to be happy. You nobody can practice when you're just miserable. No. And I, it's so sad to see some of this come to a head uh, within the offices, right? But in a way, that's kind of healthy too, because you know what? Some people can't change. God knows they try to change. And since yeah. it's either a good fit or it's not a good fit. But what we do want is the assistance to come back into the fold because we need the assistance, especially now to help the dental profession. We have to treat everybody really well. It's a team, you know, in that office, it's a team. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that that, that's, you know, a lot of little chatter going on about, you know, the relationships between all the different career paths within that office. Um, But hopefully, I, I think change is always good, and I think that this is going to be a total reset for so many people. And um, you know, again, setting an example of good culture in your business and your company is is going to trickle out to everybody that you guys sell to, really. Yeah. Well, hopefully, because they see what it's like to to see what a good team works like and how you operate. And of course, again, being an American based company and manufactured in America. Yeah. It's huge. It's really huge because you've made a lot of sacrifices to do that. Yes, we have. It's a lot of work. It's obviously, it, uh, you know, the investment of it, um, the machines, the tooling, you know, uh, automation. But, you know, it's been important for us to keep it in-house and continue producing it ourselves. So, yeah. well, good for you. That was that was a cultural uh, decision you made, and yet now you look back and it's like, well, that was really smart because I think that is something that is going to you know pay forward for everybody uh, in the industry. So, are you if you had somewhere you wanted to go? Okay, so if you if, if there was no COVID, the kids were taken care of, and you could just go somewhere with your husband and go relax. Where would you go? You know, we've been talking about you know, there's a few places. Iceland is one. Oh, um, that. Yeah, that we'd like to visit. Um, I haven't been to Spain. I've always wanted to go to Spain. There's so many places that I want that I want to get. Thailand would be awesome. Wow. Yeah. So you know, the future holds a lot, and, I, and I'm excited about uh, where it's where it's going. Um, yeah. Pan out. one other thing I wanted to ask you about was the women, the female dentists that you guys are working with. Um, how, do you have? Uh, are do you work with more female dentists versus male dentists, or is it pretty much down the middle? How no, does that, I mean we work. Yeah, yeah it really is. It's a variety. It's a variety. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like that you're you're you've got some 
I, I feel like it's a little bit of a feminine thing. But of course, you know, most I always say that there's with the new graduating class of female dentist, yep. right? New, gra- new graduating class of dentist, 52% are female. And um, Mary Jane Hanlon, who I've got to introduce you to. Do you know Mary Jane Hanlon? No. I don't. So she started a great podcast also, uh, The Women okay. in Dentistry. So I will get ah, you introduced because I know yeah. she's going to do a podcast with you. She's she's terrific. She teaches at Tufts. I think she's one okay. of the deans, she's one of the deans or okay. is the dean at Tufts uh, Dental School. 62% okay. of their graduating class are female. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, it is a uh, profession yeah. that I think lends itself to females. Um, we, uh, you know, I'm always declaring, I love our dudes. We do love men and we love dudes. We just happen to be um, a, a publication for women in dentistry, but I also publish Dental Entrepreneur, which goes to all the dental schools sure. and those practicing 10 years or less and love, love, love uh, the dudes. But I also think that just going back to the female aspect, it's such a great profession for women because they... Yeah have this intuitive nature uh, that I think can make a patient feel the, the compassion that yep. is there, the, just the, the idea of they can juggle a lot of plates and a lot of procedures and they like beauty. And there's just so many things that I think it is going to be something that more women are going to be looking at as a profession, because you can run a practice as a small business and figure out how to have the enough free time to get at least to one of the kids ball games during the week. And I think that's, you know, that's important. Absolutely. You know what? It's, it's, it's a joint effort. You can do it. You ask for help, you get the right people in place and you know, it's possible. Yeah, you do. And then when you, when you have those down days, this is what we like to say is like call a do because, you know, you call somebody or you go, you, you go into Holly's office or, you know, uh, or call one of your other colleagues in another company or whatever. It is a really great thing to do because it just kind of sets the tone. And I do think that women do that more often. Women are more prone to asking for help yeah. than men. And we just have to continue to set that example because people also like to help, right? I mean, we sometimes yeah. we, don't den- we don't want to deny people. No, that's what gives them, you know, makes them feel good, you know, and kind of that self-worth. I mean, anytime you can contribute, make a difference for somebody, you know, that's so... You're absolutely right. You know, oftentimes people want to help and, and you're kind of taking that away when you when you don't allow them to do that. Yeah, that is so true. So so, well, I just wanted to say thank you so much. Would you like to say anything to our guests that are listening today is in closing, like anything to you inspire know, somebody to maybe follow in your footsteps? Because, you know, yeah. how did you, you know, get there and how did you? How are you maintaining such poise and 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 such a young age also? Yeah, you know, I think the big thing is um, growth, learning, um, to not ever stop, and continuing to explore yourself. I think that um, it's so important to really be looking within and be mindful about where you're at in life, where you want to go in life, and ways that you can improve and be better in any way, whether it's for yourself, for your family, for um, you know people that you work with. Um, and so I think that that's a big thing, is to continue to do that exploration and, and growth. That would, that would be my biggest thing. When we do that, I think just good things naturally come. 
and it helps us keep an open mind too and not get too pigeonholed into one way of thinking you know there's a lot of different ways to do things and when we continue to explore it helps keep our mind open oh i love that that's being that's being just very uh, gracious that's a wonderful way to look at it and i can't wait to to follow your growth nicole as you continue to uh impact our industry impact the company and all the people that you're going to meet uh down the path so oh, well thank you and for all that you do and all the people that you connect you're doing good work and it, it makes a difference and it's fun it's so fun i can tell you thoroughly enjoy what you do yeah yeah so that's awesome and thank you for taking the time to talk today loved it well, you're welcome. Thank you for joining us. And you know what? We'll we'll see you down the road at the next meeting, Nicole. You know, and that is true, ladies. We are here to highlight, to inspire, to empower and, and connect all of you in dentistry so we get to know each other better and get to help and work with each other. Collaboration's the name of the game. So y'all keep safe, stay stylish, and keep doing you. Thank you for listening to the Just Do It podcast hosted by Ann Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W dot life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.